something to ask you today. What helps you feel comfort or calm or helps relieve a bit of stress at the end of the day or maybe after a busy week? Talk to your neighbour and find out. If you see someone sitting by themselves, go and, um, go and grab them as well and have a chat with them. Could you do it without drinking? You've got a couple of examples. Go on then, Andy. Yes. If they do, that will relieve your stress. <laughs> is it rugby in itself or is it the victory? Oh, okay. Rugby relieves stress. <laughs> Anybody got anything else that they use? Ah, okay. <laughs> Anybody else got any suggestions? Something that brings you comfort at the end of a busy day or at the end of a long week? Yes. Praying. Nice. Okay. That's a very churchy answer, isn't it? Don't want them ones. <laughs> Music. Blasting out something really hefty or something relaxing. Anything. Just music. Lovely. Lovely. For me, when I'm cross and livid, it tends to be chocolate. I'm kind of one of those hangry eaters. Do you know what they say? Are you hungry or are you angry? And it's a little bit, I feel a little bit chewy maybe. I definitely comfort eat. I really, really do. Um, food makes me feel relaxed and, and gathered in with people. And also, I don't know if any of you would do this, of course, because you're such wonderful folk. But um, YouTube, social media. Anybody sit and have a mindless scroll for a little bit and it kind of... TikTok? Aha, uh -huh. okay. Too many secrets being shared right now. Should we stop? <laughs> okay, so we're looking at our Exodus reading today because that was a long one, wasn't it? In our Exodus reading, God's people have got a bit frustrated. Moses has been up in the mountain with God for about 40 days so far, and they seem to be getting a bit antsy without their leader. Humans are like that, aren't we? If we don't have any focus or guidance or encouragement or even a reminder of what we're supposed to be doing and why we're doing it, then we can get distracted quite easily. Our heads can just get turned to something else or sometimes we go to something else, maybe that's perhaps not so helpful for advice or, or comfort or encouragement. Chocolate, in my case. Well, chocolate's fine, just loads of it's probably not. <laughs> the people in our reading today had seen the Red Sea parted very recently. They had known God's presence in the clouds and thunder, and they started to get quite bolshy with Aaron when they were left alone for a while. But you'd think, having seen something so magnificent happen right in front of their eyes, they'd be completely surgically attached to God, wouldn't you? You'd think that, wouldn't you? We've all had some really awesome things happen, haven't we? Maybe not a Red Sea, although do let me know if you have, because that is amazing. But we've had some good God stuff happen, haven't we, in our lives? Some good things, some answers to prayer. 
Moses was getting the stone tablets with the commandments on that the people had already agreed to at this point. And God was giving him very precise instructions for building a temple and instructions on how to do priests and all what was going to happen. So Moses was dealing with some really intensive stuff over those 40 days. You must know that 40 days is quite important in the Bible, isn't it? Jesus had 40 days. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days is a, is a time that's often noticed with, with something changing or something going on during that period of time. So Moses was really doing his thing with God, having a good natter. They asked Aaron to make them gods. In some translations, it's God or gods. And everyone brought their jewellery to him, and he made it into an idol, the shape of a calf. I mean, can you believe it? Well, a week or two ago, they just said, no, God, we won't make idols. We won't do any of that, honest. And as soon as they get a little bit wobbly, they start doing something. So they said, after he'd made it, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. So this calf, they were saying, this is it. This, this is your God that brought you up out of Egypt. I don't think they saw a calf part the Red Sea. Who knows? I wonder if they wanted something that they could physically see to represent God. I don't know exactly why, and we don't know exactly why it happened, but it did. Aaron then built an altar in front of the calf and announced that tomorrow there'll be a festival to the Lord. So that's actually God. I think he's trying to get them back on the right track. He's seen this big calf go up and he's thinking, oh dear, hang on a minute. Let's remind them of who we're actually worshipping here. Let's, let's remind them. We'll have a festival to our Lord. So he, he puts God's name back on it. The next day they got up early, sacrificed burnt offerings, and then sat down to eat, drink, and be merry, and generally have a bit of a party. Up on the mountain, God knew what was happening, and he told Moses what was going on down there. He called them stiff-necked, meaning stubborn, meaning that they won't turn their heads from what they're focused on. And he seemed to be really cross. He says to Moses, leave me alone, I'm really angry and I'm going to destroy them. But I'll make you a great nation. A bit like what God had said to Abraham, that he would have hundreds of, of descendants. So God was quite happy with Moses and he said, actually Moses, I'll make you a great nation, I'm going to get rid of this lot, I am so cross, you wouldn't believe it. Sometimes the very things we turn to in times of comfort can take over a bit. There's nothing wrong with a bar of chocolate or a rugby match, a good chick flick, or having a bit of a scroll on YouTube and watching funny comedians and things. There's nothing at all wrong with that. But sometimes we can absorb ourselves into them and use that to avoid something else. I have sat many times in my chair for my morning time of prayer. I have an armchair in my office. I have two, actually. I have an armchair in my office where I sit for my morning time of prayer. And I pick up my phone and look at the prayer app that's on my phone. But I don't get to the prayer app because I instantly go to YouTube. 20 minutes later, I realise that I've been watching 
farmers and all kinds of things that I'm, I'm attached to on YouTube. I'll tell you later all the amazing things I watch on YouTube. Um, and I haven't yet started my morning prayer. And I've got to go out in a bit. Sometimes, when I've been, had little seasons where I've been particularly distraught or something else, I've actually avoided my morning prayer because I don't want to talk about it. Because I don't want to talk about what's going on, actually, even to God. So I'll avoid. So, I wonder if you recognise sometimes where you might avoid or where something else might get in the way. Oh, I can't because... Oh, I can't have that bit of God time because I go work early in the mornings. Because I've got the kids to deal with. Let's go to the next part of the story. This is wonderful. Moses' conversation with God. Now let's think about this conversation for a moment as if it's a prayer. Because actually that's what it is, isn't it? We pray and we have a conversation with God. So we can have the exact same conversation that Moses had. We're just not standing there in God's presence in that way, but we are when we pray. Moses reminds God, why should your anger burn against your people? Earlier on, God had called them Moses' people. Moses reminded him, saying they're your people. You brought them out of Egypt with great power. He even suggested that the Egyptians might say that their God, the Israelites' God, brought them out just to kill them. What would the Egyptians think if you just killed them? Turn from your anger and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac and Israel, to whom you swore, I'll make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And give your descendants all this land that I promised them will be an inheritance forever. He reminded God of exactly what God had said before. Prayer is a huge deal. The passage then says that God relented. It gives the impression that God changed his mind. But I don't think it's Moses, power, Moses having power to change God's mind necessarily although we are told to be persistent in prayer. Remember the persistent widow who comes to the judge and is, and is told, just give her what she wants because she'll go away and she'll leave me alone. Just give her what she wants for crying out loud, she's getting on my nerves. <laughs> there is something in that. But as Moses prays, you can hear his passion for the people that he's praying for. When we ask God for anything, we can become quite passionate about the reasons. I don't know if any of you have ever had something that you've kept going on at God about. One particular thing that you've kept going on about. When you talk to God about one particular issue over and over again, sometimes you might have noticed that your prayers change and they adjust, don't they? Sometimes the conversation and the prayer is kind of wrestling it out and seeing what you think. And sometimes your God is showing you what you feel or think about things and showing you some of your passions about things. Do 
Sorry, I've lost, I lose track of where I'm at. Every time I look up, I look back down again and I've lost where I'm going on the page. Hang on a minute. <laughs> so sometimes we might find ourselves wanting one thing when we pray and then in the end maybe saying, oh, but actually, Lord, maybe if you did it this other way or, or well, we only want that if it's your will, actually. And we, we kind of change it. And I, and I do believe that that's God giving us a little bit of a tweak here and showing us. Showing us what we need to pray for. But God also was inviting Moses into the conversation. Remember that God is not a puppet master. He's not just shifting people around and putting them where he wants them and wiping out them ones that he don't want and then doing that and changing his mind. Do you know what I mean? That's not, that's not what our God's like. He's, he's not a puppet master. He wants to do things with us, work in us, and work with us in our lives. He's interested in us. He wants to know our heart's desire, and he wants us to join in with the plan. Moses was in a position where he had God's ear, particularly those 40 days, those pretty intensive days. We don't know really all of what happened up there, but surely part of their long conversations together was about their relationship and them learning, you know, particularly Moses, learning God, getting to know God better, learning what God wants, learning who God is and, and how to speak together. When we pray, we join in with what God's doing and what God's heart is. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide us and give us passion and desires with what to pray for. We might notice some of the things that we're really passionate about when we start praying. So I have a bit of a challenge. I think that if everybody here prayed for the mission of this church in this place, Lord, what are we supposed to be doing here? Show us your heart, Lord. Show us our gifts. Um, show us the leaders for different things. Bring us opportunities. I think if everybody here did that every day, this week, or this month even, you might find things start to happen. Well, you might find things start to happen in church and opportunities come and things like that, but you also might find that you start praying about something in particular. You might find that you start praying about the schools especially and you don't know why but all week long that's been bugging you and you're gonna that's the thing you're gonna pray for because it's just suddenly turned up so then think about why that is think about why god god changes your prayers and shows you what's your thing there is something that needs praying for but maybe it's part of your gifts too do you think we could do that do you think you could commit to every day praying for the mission and outreach of you guys, this church, in this place? I've got no answers. Guys, I need yeses or noes. Come on. Yes, do you think you could do that? It would be a great thing, wouldn't it? Do it, try it out, and see what happens every single day for, like, the month. I haven't told James about this. Sorry, mate. Um... <laughs> I'm sure he won't mind. Hang on, I'm moving further forward. I'm sure he won't mind if that happens. If you are a person who's noticed that actually, yes, sometimes something does get in the way 
of your God time. Do not beat yourself up about it, because remember, we're stupid human beings who follow golden calves, yeah? In the psalm for today, Psalm 106, it puts it beautifully. Psalm 106 recounts this story of what the Egyptians did. And I love a very small little line, which to me sounds a little bit jokey and a little bit sarky, so it probably wasn't intended that way, but who knows. At Horeb, they made a calf and worshipped an idol cast from metal. They exchanged their glorious God for their image of a bull, which eats grass. <laughs> that little bit, which eats grass. So when you're scrolling or when you're too busy or, or when there's stuff that's getting in the way of that very basic, hello God, I need your help this morning. Just think about that thing. We're swapping God for something that eats grass. I actually follow a farmer who is a cow farmer, so technically I do swap God sometimes for something, watching something that eats grass quite a bit. Sad but true. We're exchanging God's love, God's presence, God's comfort, God's inspiration for a cow that eats grass, for a chocolate bar, for whatever it is, for excuses, for miserableness, for feeling not worthy, for all those things, whereas actually we could have that instead. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, thank you that you are with us and you nudge us and you keep bringing us back to you in spite of those things that we turn to. For those of us that need this, Lord, help us have a new start this week. Inspire us and guide us in our prayers for your work in this place. In Jesus' name, amen.